Right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of Thoughts on Films. My name is Fikri, and this is a podcast that thinks a lot on films in Malaysia and beyond. In many cases, for today's session, we are definitely going to go beyond because we are going to check in, um, not just in the second half with our thoughts on the, the film Spider-Man, but also in the first half on the experience of heading back to cinemas, because that was something I did fairly recently. And I can tell you now, ladies and gentlemen, somebody else who did that recently as well is our good brother in India, Brother Moose. Assalamualaikum. How are you doing? Salam. Everything is good. Surviving as usual. Everything. Uh, hope everyone's fine. I know it's quite mm. a challenging time for one back home right now. You know, mm. all the COVID is going and the flood and all that. Mm. So, yeah, hopefully everything's over. Everything, uh, everyone is... Uh, good shape because uh, the flood phone uh, is affected India as well. We just had a, a flood a couple of weeks back. It was mm. quite bad. Uh, even my house also was, was affected by it. Oh, okay. But not, to the, yeah, but not to the scale of what happened in Malaysia. La. I mean, like, mm. it's like uh, there was like a makeshift river in front of my house a uh, couple of weeks back. Because there was a cyclone that came over, yeah, that passed over our our city, so it brought over uh, heavy rains for you know it's, it was like heavy rain for for the whole week, yeah. So it was flooded. So Chennai was uh, you know it was flooded, but not as bad as 2015. It was a it was a huge flood in 2015 where I think everyone here is still traumatized by it. But in comparison to what happens in Malaysia, I know it's, uh, it's nowhere near to what happened in Malaysia. Lah. I think in Malaysia, it's quite bad. Uh, it was in decades, I think. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I've gone uh, uh, on my friends back home, other young. There are those who are being affected by it. You know, there are some, unfortunately, suffer heavy losses because their houses, uh, their properties, been damaged by the flood. Uh, hopefully, uh, with all the insurance and government uh, initiatives to help all these flood victims, they can recoup back their losses. Yeah, because some of my colleagues born, uh, suffer heavy losses because of this flood. And uh, there's a issue going on back at home right now is uh, support all these uh, our friends and colleagues in uh, where I'm working uh, to, uh, to to help them and to assist them, to support them in a bit, uh, to support them to to certain extent to get back on their feet and uh, of course to, you know, to to continue uh, with life because it's just like one thing after another, right? It's just COVID and then there's a flood. Uh, hopefully that's the end, uh, You know, that's the the closing for 2021. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I hope for much of the same. I certainly echo a lot of your words there. Um, we have, of course, uh, friends and family members affected in uh, many parts, not just in Malaysia, but also um, other parts of Southeast Asia as well, right? The Philippines, of course, uh, yeah. face a, a fair amount of that as well. So uh, good thoughts and wishes heading out to those who are greatly affected by this. Um, and I hope that the situation also is looking up in India for you. Having said that, Moz, we still have, uh, I'm re we're recording this on the 28th of December. So, uh, yeah. you know, three days to the end of 2021, things, <laughs> things could still happen. Yeah. It's been a crazy year in many ways. So, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
crazy, but, you know? yeah. Yeah, but one thing that did happen recently is uh, the both of us kind of uh, tentatively moving out uh, to kind of venture again into the cinema, ladies and gentlemen. So this is like a, a part of the discussion that I kind of find it quite interesting because I, I, I recently went out of the cinema. It's the first time I went to the cinema to watch a film since uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I think that was in... Uh, uh, 20 is is February good? Yeah, February 2020, Valentine's Day. Yes, I remember now. It's Valentine's Day because the trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog, um, the trailer said this Valentine's Day, put a ring on it, right? <laughs> so of course it's talking about the ring in Sonic the Hedgehog, and um, and now my son is looking at me because he's wondering, ko ayah bilang Sonic the Hedgehog ya, gitu ya. Um, so so that's that, right? Uh, so. That was what, uh, nearly two years, a few months short of two years, about 22 months, uh, essentially, um, in so many ways, um, for me. Uh, and, and our good brother Muz as well kind of like made that effort in uh, India recently, in Chennai. So I just want to get over to you very briefly, Muz. Uh, let's get the ball rolling with this. And before we do that, what was the last film that you saw in the cinemas? Was it Star Wars? Yeah, I think that was the last time. Uh, I think the last movie that I watched in cinema was uh, The Rise of Skywalker. I think that was like back in 2019. So it's more than mm. two years since I stepped uh, into the cinema. But uh, ironically, when I, you know, I, I went back to the cinema uh, to watch you know, the movie that we both watch, it doesn't feel like that long. I mean, like the atmosphere and all that. Should I just talk to you, or you? should I just talk about it? Or yeah, just just get into it, brother. I mean, this is okay. what we're here to do. Yeah, go, you can get into I, it. I mean, sure. like the, the the feeling is is uh, it doesn't feel that much different. I mean, it, it doesn't feel like uh, I haven't stepped in Singapore for two years. I mean, like the the, the whole atmosphere it just seems just as the same as uh, I was when I watch uh, when I stepped to Singapore last two years. You know, of course, in India, in Chennai. So everyone is cheering, cheering. The, 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 the hall is uh, packed, it's just sold out. And uh, even though it was like, uh, it's been two years, but uh, I feel like uh, the last, you know, I feel like it's been just a couple of months since I stepped in the cinema. Probably because 2020 feel like a blip, you know, it doesn't feel like a whole year, you know, it's like everyone has drawn out throughout the whole 2020. So you don't really feel that, you don't feel, you, you don't feel like you're missing 2020, you know, it's like it never happens. So <laughs> it's like 2019, you just skip 2021. So that's why, uh, uh, I, I think, I don't know when, I think uh, Russell Skywalker came out in Christmas 2019. So I watched uh, Spider-Man, you know, uh, the letter, I mean, the, the letters, uh, Spider-Man, some in November as well. So it's you know pretty much one year. So it doesn't feel that that, that long. You know? Of course, you know, you know, in between 2021 and since January, all the way to now, uh, a lot of things happened. It kind of distracted me with the whole movie watch experience. So yeah, I mean, in, in a way. Um, it doesn't feel that long, you know? I mean, it doesn't feel like nostalgic. It doesn't feel like a memory or anything like that. It just feel like you just step again 
into the cinema after a couple of months, you know, after a couple of months, after a few months. So it doesn't feel uh, that long. <laughs> so how, how, how was it for, for, for your experience? Uh, it was the opposite. <laughs> it was, so I kind of need to give a, a bit more context here uh, because um, I, I think I, I kept having much um, checkpoints um, mm-hmm. by which time I was trying to push the boat out and see what I was comfortable with, right? Because James mm-hmm. Bond glow And then when James mm-hmm. Bond was out, I thought, I have to watch this in the cinema. And it's not just that mm-hmm. I, I like James Bond, it's, it's, or that it's uh, Daniel's Craig, uh, Daniel Craig's last film. But I also thought to myself, you have to start to take the first steps out and just see what it's like. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of have to act or react accordingly. Um, but then I realized when the, when push came to shove, actually, no, um, no, not so much. So not James Bond. Um, there was another chance for me to, to watch, uh, actually, uh, an Indonesian film. A friend of mine released his film in the cinemas and I was uh, invited to the premiere. And I thought on the one hand, it'd be fantastic if I can just go and support uh, Winaldo and, and I kind of be there on the opening night. Um, you know, somebody whose career has been, I've been following for quite a while. It's been very kind to me as well uh, as, as, a, as a friend and as a, as a film professional and whatnot. So I couldn't go. And I was thinking, gotta go. But then I, I, I thought I couldn't. I couldn't because I still didn't feel comfortable enough. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then along came Spider-Man and I thought, mm-hmm. I have to go. I have to go. I have to try something. All right. And then mm-hmm. we went. Mm-hmm. But even in this case, there are two things I need to point out about this experience. The first is that we went to watch it in what is known as a premiere class. So one of the mm-hmm. cinema chains here, Cinema 21, they have different versions of their screens again. So we went to the, for the premiere version. Usual tickets, the, the normal ticket price maybe about fifty, sixty thousand thereabouts. Uh, but for the premier class, it's a hundred thousand a pop, so it's quite expensive. Masuk popcorn lagi apa semua? We're looking at like uh, easily three hundred thousand plus. So that's what satu ringgit lah, So it's expensive, but that's the thing here because in the premier class, it's not the normal seats you have in cinemas. You actually have like this big lazy boys. That, that, that is fairly well spaced mm-hmm. out throughout the cinema. So that was the big attraction for me. Sebab aku macam tak tahu sangat kalau aku comfortable untuk nak pergi duduk dengan orang ramai and then there's somebody I don't know. Even if there's some kind of social distancing, just one or two seats mm-hmm. away, I don't know how I feel about that. So so that's the context. Um, so the the in the cinema, it felt okay enough, uh, partly because of that. But then outside of the cinema, there were points when bila aku line up nak beli popcorn, misalnya. Um, I don't know whether ini adalah pemikiran aku sebagai orang yang dah lama duduk kat Malaysia for for the for most of 2021. Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who don't know, I was in Malaysia. So I had the idea of Malaysian, a Malaysian sense of social distancing, which is actually pretty good. Yes, it's actually pretty good, right? Better than in the United Kingdom. Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. But since I came back here to Indonesia, um, it feels like it's, it's better than Indonesia so it's about oh, Indonesia ni macam tak kisah sangat at least not as much so lining up for the popcorn coming back to the point here lining up for the popcorn and the hot dog apa semua tu I had to tell the person behind me 
like a number of times like to just stand back just jangan dekat sangat right um so so little things like that so moments in between leading to the cinema itself yang tu rasa macam ada stress sikit in some points yes a bit more stressful than i thought it would be but in the cinema itself it felt relatively comfortable uh, but that is because like i said earlier i spent so much money on on that kind of context or that kind of experience kalau aku beli tiket biasa i I don't know. I, I might be stressed out of my mind. So, so that was the experience for me um, uh, in that terms is, of going back to this. That is pretty much what, uh, how it is in India, actually. Because uh, technically, you know, it's both uh, Indonesia and India, a country with so many people. It's a large, it's a country with large population. So when it comes to uh, awareness of social distancing and and, and You know, or social distancing. Yeah, it's it's least of the concern because people just people are just uh, happy or people just relief that they can go back and watch movie and cinema. So there's, I mean, in India, I mean, I I, I didn't even talk about social distancing anyway. You know, yeah, it's just people that wear masks. People do wear masks, but in, you know, in terms of distance, there, there was no distance in this India. Distance is luxury. <laughs> so uh, you just you know it, it, I don't know I mean I, I, I didn't cross my mind that you know that you, you know the, the the pandemic is still ongoing uh, but you know it's just like you know it's, it's a kind of a finger cross kind of thing you know just hopefully you know you don't get infected and all that and uh, yeah I think everyone just thinking the same way you know it just like, people are just quite i think living in country with where you know personal space is uh, not something that everyone have the privilege to own so you know you just tolerate each other lah you know in a, in a way that people just tolerate each other uh, so yeah you know, and there there's no there was no social distancing but just like you You just, you know, you just roll with it, right? You know, it's the cinema, you know. And of course, it's in India, you know, it's, it's impossible. And of course, India, you know, I pay for the premium, but premium in India too, just similar to back in KL. Lah. The only difference is, uh, the only differences where you pay premium and non-premium is uh, you get these 3D glasses, which uh, at this age and time, you know, at this age, nobody cares, actually, you know. The reason why we go, why we went for, the 3D cinema also because there was no seat left for the normal, you know, for the normal hall. So I have to go, I have to go for the, uh, the, 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 the 3D, the, the 3D uh, showing, which is for, you know, for us, you know, it's no longer have that kind of uh, attractions. You know, it's just normal <laughs> watching experience, you know, and it's a hassle to wear that thing, but you know, it doesn't have, but you don't have any other choice because everyone, I think, uh, Even if I want to buy a ticket right now, I still I I, I think I, I I I will still find it challenging to 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 secure a ticket even at you know even today. So because I think uh, Spiderman was like the biggest opening. I mean the most uh, you know the, the the most anticipated movie post COVID. Even though COVID is still ongoing, but now that people are resumed back to normal daily life, so that is the biggest movie that came out. So everyone, whether you love Marvel or not, or you love Spider-Man or not, you just want to watch it. So everyone just like, 
so you know, and there are not a lot of uh, uh, cinemas, you know, cinema house in China. You know, there are a few uh, cineplex and all that. So they are making a lot of money just from the Spider-Man. I think the, the the collection that they get from Spider-Man can recoup the losses that you know they suffered for the last two years. <laughs> so looking back, you know, people just lining up and all that. So yeah, I think uh, uh, to you know in, in, to reference uh, your 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 concern about social distancing, man. I feel that I experienced that as well, yeah, because here yeah, nobody cares. Well, you know, for, for them, yeah, it's just it's just another sniffles, lah. You know, Omicron is just another sniffles. So you know, if you are here and then you are trying to you know try to say something about man, just keep your distance, man. You know about the new variant, and people will you know counter you back and say. Do you know anyone died because of the new variant? No, right? So just do it. If you don't want, you know, if you don't like people to be close to you, just wait for the movie to come to come out at the Disney Plus or something. Don't come to the cinema. So that is the mentality now, you know, because of course, you know, it's India. Going to cinema is is a sacred thing for them. So uh, I mean, as a foreigners mingling with the locals, I just you know, I I just shut my eyes lah in a way. <laughs> so yeah, so distancing sure out of the window, <laughs> and make sure to cover your nose and also to cover your mouth in addition to shutting yeah. your eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but that's but that's uh, the thing, lah. I mean, for me, I think the other context is that I I had to really be very careful for the longest time. So, but bila aku kat Malaysia nak balik Indonesia tu susah. I need to make sure every step of the way aku tak kena COVID. That just to apply for the visa, I need to submit a negative COVID test, misalnya. Yeah. And then before you take the, <laughs> yeah. So 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 you you know what that you know what that's like, right? Um, and in this case, much um, to get on the plane, you know, to to make sure you you are not quarantined for longer than necessary, it has to be every step of the way. It has to be a negative test. So for me, I think I've had a total of nine nine COVID tests in total. Um. <laughs> For all sorts of different reasons, um, and and because I, there's a need for me to make sure that everything is negative, I think in many ways there is that overabundance of caution, where aku memang betul-betul pastikan there's that social distance atau there's that um, uh, mask or there's something that I'm doing wherever I go to make sure that I am as protected as possible. So that's the legacy of that. Sekarang aku dekat Indonesia dah okay dah sebab You know, I'm I'm here now, right? Kalau sebelum ini aku kena COVID, I cannot get on the plane. Visa tu bakar, right? Hab, uh, apa hangus? Basically, the visa, the flight ticket, apa tu nak kena quarantine apa lama lagi? Nak kena apply for a new visa again? Itu semua sakit jiwa. So so that's the context that still followed me. So that's why come we're gonna get to Spider-Man in a very short while. So that's why I felt like I needed to kind of just at least try. To step outside of my comfort zone a little bit, but aku tak boleh selama lamanya nak duduk macam ni dekat rumah kan. Um, so we're going to see how how that works out lah. Um, but that's that's a bit of the COVID context, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a bit of what Moose went through in India, a bit of what I went through um, in uh, in Indonesia, um, and we're going to take a short break now because after the break, we are going to get into a lot more of what we went through when the lights go out and then the projector is switched on and then you start to see on the silver screen the film 
ladies and gentlemen, Spider-Man, No Way Home. We'll be talking a bit more about that in a very short while, so don't go anywhere. You're not Peter Parker. I'm sorry, what was your name again? Dr. Otto Octavius. <laughs> Wait, no, seriously, what's your actual name? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the second part of our episode today. We still have on the line with us here, Good Brother Moose in India. Um, in this part, we are going to be talking about the film that both of us went back to the cinema to watch. Um, and that film is uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, a brief synopsis in case any of you have been living under a rock uh, somewhere, uh, in which case, please let me know where that rock is. I wouldn't mind getting in there and, and you know, not getting to know about the world every once in a while. <laughs> a lot of bad news everywhere. Um, but the good news is, um, at least in the context of this film, uh, we do have the, the story of Peter Parker having been outed as Spider-Man in the previous film or in, in the, uh, by the end of the previous film. Um, he now uh, faces you know, the, the, the challenge of still kind of being a teenager, right? On the cusp of going to university, but now having to deal with the celebrity of all this as well. But the celebrity side of things have also greatly affected his friends and family members. So he went over to Dr. Strange and said, Dr. Strange, can you figure something out to help me out with this, all this kind of stuff? Um, and tried to come up with this uh, thing to fix this situation for um, Peter, and then, but they unwittingly unleashed a little bit more of what is known as the multiverse. Um, goes without saying, of course, that coming back to the actual film itself in terms of the reception at the box office, it's done very, very well. Right? Uh, overall, throughout the whole year, it's made over a billion dollars at the time of recording. Um, the third fastest film in history, ladies and gentlemen, since uh, The Force Awakens. Um, uh, it's, it's tied with that. Uh, and then you have... a. Uh, the, the the final two Avengers films like coming out really on top. So it's, it's number three there. So the highest so in, in all sorts of different ways, right? More than James Bond, No Time to Die, which previously grossed um, three quarters of a billion dollars, really, if you, you know, fantastic, a fantastic achievement for James Bond there, but still Spider-Man is on top there. Uh, if we're talking about the Indian and the Indonesian context in India, it's taken in um, nearly $24 million um, US dollars uh, in India. Yeah. And in Indonesia, we're looking at a touch over $8 million, which are very respectable figures uh, in this particular context. So, uh, yes, but we're not really here to talk about the numbers per se. We might be touching on them in a very short while, but I do want to get over to our brother Moose in India and just get a taste of his thoughts and feelings about um, Spider-Man. Uh, good brother, what's what's going on here? <laughs> what was it like for you, oh, man? Yeah. Uh, well, it's a first of all, Spider-Man. I mean, I think it's hard to go wrong with Spider-Man movies, you know. So, in terms of uh, entertainment value, I think uh, it it it, it, does, uh, it did hit the spot, and I truly enjoy it. Uh, it's just that uh, the fact that uh, the third one, you know, the No Way Home, in a way elevate or upgrade or elevate the the whole cinematic experience for Spider-Man to the whole new level, you know, and that is something I think what makes this third installment of the uh, MCU Spider-Man is very successful because I believe that people are expecting more 
from Spider-Man or any MCU uh, cinematic release uh, from now on. Uh, uh, the fact that it brings that multiverse concept in part of its uh, storyline, I think that was draw the people to watch it. I think that's what makes it uh, uh, one of the most uh, uh, how to say that? Uh, one of the one of the watch, one of the most watch uh, cinematic release this year. Am I correct? Right? Uh, the way you point out. Not just this year, but all time, really. Yeah, all time. Yeah, I think uh, it's up there with Avengers, you know, the last two Avengers, and also uh, the Force Awakens. So, and uh, I, I believe if it's just uh, you know just another Spider-Man movies, I, I I don't think it would have that this kind of attraction to audience and of course you know uh, being uh, you know it's a uh, it's one of the major releases you know, one of the major releases uh, in the post-covid era even though the covid is still ongoing but now you know the, the, the situation is much more settled i believe even though they, we have new variants and all that but a lot of uh, uh you know the economies have been uh, gradually opening and people have start have started to uh, being used to go back to their normal life, resume back to their normal life. So it's highly anticipated. You know, just like the timing is just nice, and also the fact that they include this uh, this uh, uh, multiverse uh, uh, element in the movie, which in a way uh, brought that nostalgia, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the nostalgia factor. You know, it just uh, make people who grew up with the previous Spider-Man to go back to cinema again. So you have all the, the formula to be one of the, you know, to, to be a catch cow for, for Marvel and also for Disney. So yeah, of course, I personally, I enjoy it. And I'm not saying it's like the best uh, superhero movies I ever watched. In terms of uh, Spider-Man, I think Spider-Man 2 is still a classic for me. Lah. You know, nothing can beat Spider-Man 2. But in terms of uh, being a movie that uh, expands the universe to a whole new level, I think Spider-Man uh, No Way Home is, is, is that, you know, is, is, is that pivotal. I think it's that pivotal uh, MCU movies that bring, now in what? We are in Phase 4, I think, or Phase 3, I can't remember. So I think that Spider-Man No Way Home is the one that brought bring that that the whole MCU movie to the new phase, you know, it's like a gateway to the new phase. And the fact that it plays with that multiverse <laughs> element. Uh, so uh, it, you know, it, it, it will give a hint, you know, it give like an insight to all the movie goers, all the cinema goers of what installed for the next MCU movies. And also, you know, it creates, in a way, it creates some kind of um, benchmark of what constitute a cinematic release for MCU. Because as you've seen with Disney Plus and all that, some, as, you know, some of the Marvel IPs, it goes to Disney Plus and some goes to cinematic release. So you see the benchmark over there. And if No Way Home is the benchmark for MCU movies, so you know it's going to be a very exciting years. It's going to be a very exciting uh, uh, phase to look forward to for MCU. 
Mm. Yeah, I, I would certainly agree in many respects. So we can get back to the discussion about uh, the MCU in, uh, in, in a wider sense later on. Um, I do need to point out, however, that I think officially this is more of a Sony production kind of thing. So I suspect Disney and, and Marvel, they'll make some money out of it, but but the bulk of the, the box office receipts and, and revenues and such will head a little more towards uh, Sony uh, in, in that regard uh, because they do have the rights uh, for, for all these films and such. So I think, um, yeah, all the same, right? That the pie is getting bigger. Um, and so a lot more people are coming into play in this particular field. Um, I, 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 I mean, you say that nothing beats Spider-Man 2. Um, I want to agree with you there because I feel that so much of... Um, uh, what, what was in Spider-Man 2 kind of really hits the spot as well. Um, after I saw Spider-Man No Way Home, I did kind of like make the effort to kind of watch at least some bits of Spider-Man 2 again. Certainly for me, similar to you, um, the, I think the best really. It's just, you know, it's just that nice, nice sweet spot of, of what you're familiar with about Spider-Man, introducing newer elements in, into the equation and whatnot. And then you have very good actors as well coming in to do um, some good work. Um, and on that note, um, you know, one of those actors that, that did appear in Spider-Man 2, um, Alfred Molina, who's <laughs> now back as Doc Ock, right? Um, in case uh, you guys don't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be something of a spoiler-filled discussion because there's a lot of familiar faces um, that, that, that did appear in the film. Uh, and uh, so we also have uh, Thomas Hayden Church, uh, Jamie Foxx, uh, <coughs> Um, Willem Dafoe, I mean, I, you know, seeing Willem Dafoe again on screen, I kind of just realized uh, two things. Number one, um, how much I've missed him in a way. Because I don't know about you. Maybe it's just that he's appearing in stuff that I'm just not coming across. Um, maybe he's still as prolific as ever. But for me, it feels like I, I just don't see or hear as much from him these days. Um, and, and number two is a bit of a pity because uh, he's a fantastic actor here, right? And, and we also have, of course, um, the, the appearance of uh, two other Spider-Men um, uh, in the form of uh, Tobey Maguire and uh, Andrew Garfield. <laughs> so just, you know, watching it is just uh, absolutely lovely. Absolutely lovely for me. So I just wondered, like, in, from your perspective, out of all the, 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 the cavalcade of of cast members who appeared in previous films and whatnot, which one kind of caught your attention the most or made you feel the most excited and why? Okay. Nice that you, you, you bring it up. Actually, the, the, the appearance of uh, Andrew and Toby are expected. So that's not, that's not, not, not surprising no, because even before, at least for me, before I entered into the cinema hall, I expected they to come out. You know, they're going to play some major role, not just like a cameo for like three minutes and then that's it, you know, just a cash cow. But uh, uh, having said that, I didn't expect that uh, Daredevil to come out. Not no doubt. You know, I, I mean, uh, uh, I don't know about you, but uh, uh, the Netflix Daredevil, which mm. played by Charlie Cox. That's right. It's, uh, it's one of my, uh, I would say, one of my favorite superhero TV series. You know, I, I, you know, I really, uh, I know, I, I, I love it. I, I love that show. You know, it's very dark. It's dark. It's gritty. You know, the kind of super superhero movies or superhero 
show that I that, that I enjoy. You know, that's why I, I I love that man. And Daredevil is like the closest that I get in terms of Marvel. Uh, I, I love that, you know, he play a role there. You know, it's like an acknowledgement that I, I exist in this universe. You know, I'm just not some dude in a, you know, in a red suit just, you know, play around in Hell's Kitchen. So uh, having him in that scene, even though it's a short scene, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's great. You know, it, it make my my, 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 my tickets, you know, worth the, worth the price of the admission fee. And the fact that he did show what he's capable, you know, in a very subtle way, you know, he catch that break. <laughs> very cool, man. Uh, and I like, I love it. I love how he introduced the the, the Daredevil Netflix into the you know, MCU the cinematic universe. And I, I know I are going to see more of him uh, uh, in the in the next uh, phase, in the new phase of uh, MCU. Another thing that uh, I I really like the you know the the appearance of uh, Venom in the credit scene. I don't know whether you catch it. You know, actually, it, it, it is, I mean the, the, the that scene doesn't doesn't you know, it's just a normal scene. You know, even I, if I miss it, doesn't make my watching experience any less different. But it's the fact that uh, you know Venom is from a Marvel IP from other studios you know, from Sony. Same thing, you know, that you mentioned about the the whole. Uh, Sony Marvel thing. When I watch it in the cinema, okay, when I watch it in the cinema, you know, a couple a couple of weeks back, you know, when the Sony logo came out, all the audience boo. All the Indian audience, they all boo. Boo. <laughs> you know, so so it, 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 you know it, you know it, it made me realize that how much how it how literate the the audience now. You cannot fool the audience anymore. You know, compare, you know, if you think about, you know, if you watch this movie 30 to 40 years back, I mean, 30 years back, like back in the 90s, right? You wouldn't even know all this, how this movie business works, right? It's just for you, yeah, it's, you know, you have three Spider-Man, hey, hooray, three mm. Spider-Man. But, you know, the, but the audience know, they know, okay, these two Spider-Man, you know, indicating that this, two, you know, they, they, this, the audience know the, the, the legal battle, you know that that, that 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 happened in the background to bring all these three characters, you know, into one movie. You know, and they they use the the the, the multiverse as the the, the the plot device to bring these characters. So indicate that you know, it, it's the audience know that now Sony has been relaxed. You know, they 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 you know, they, uh, they cannot fight. They you know, they cannot fight the audience in a way one way or another. They have to. Collaborate with Marvel or Disney in that sense. So, so okay, when these two Spider-Man came out, you know, people cheer, of course, people cheer and all that. But people didn't expect a Venom to come out at the end. So this indicates that there will be more so, uh, Marvel that owned, I think the old by Sony going to be combined in the next and in the new phase of MCU. You probably, you know, I think the the two biggest uh IP that still owns by Sony is, uh, I think, X-Men, right? X-Men and another one is uh, Venom. Sorry, uh, X-Men, do you say? Yeah. Own, owned by Sony. I, I don't think so. I think uh, it's back with Disney now because it was previously yeah, with Fox. It was previously with Fox, but then Fox was bought yeah. by Disney, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Now Fox, so X-Men, you know, who else would be owned by Sony? 
Fantastic Four, I think, was yeah, yeah, that's right. Four, yeah. So, uh, so now the whole Marvel IP has come in uh, in a full circle. It's not they, they, they all can come into a in, in the same universe. And Albert is a you know, it's a it's a it's a multiverse, you know. So they can play around with all these previous IPs that has been portrayed before in the silver screen and whatnot. So is that that is interesting to watch. Another thing that I really that really attracts me is you know it's it's been it's played in a very subtle way, you know. But if people knows it, they will know it. Uh, there's a scene where Flash Thompson, okay, the scene where Flash Thompson, one of the characters uh, in Spider-Man, you know, uh, he he in, this, in that scene he came out with you know he promoting his new book. It's called Flashpoint. Flashpoint is a new movie that's now in the work under DC. You know, is uh, where the heroes be the Flash. So the Flash Flashpoint in the comic book universe, you know, in DC comic book universe, play with multiverse as well. You know, it's a parallel universe. So they bring different iterations of Spider Superman, Spider Man, and all these DC characters into one. Uh, you know, into you know, into the same, you know, they, they connect into this, like how multiverse works in, in Marvel. And we had a glimpse of that in uh right in a uh in the I think in the Justice League where or I think it's a Batman versus Superman, I can't remember, where you can you catch glimpse of uh, the flash, you know, you know, meeting with Batman. And also I if I if I recall correctly, if I uh, Michael Keaton, you know, going to play Batman in the Flashpoint, who came from a different universe. So that is, you know, in a way that Marvel actually, uh, you know, uh, give a heads up about, you know, hey, they say I know you're going to work with uh, your your old multiverse, uh, you know, phase. We started first, you know, we already done it first. Again, we want step ahead of you guys. So you know, it's it's a nice subtle jab <laughs> done by Marvel. Uh, I like that, you know. And uh, of course, I don't want to talk about you know the, the Spider Man. I think everyone knows that uh, the Toby and all that. Just that uh, I you know I talking about you, you talk about William Defoe, right? Not seeing too much of William Defoe, but I haven't seen too much of Toby. I I I I I, I can't recall when was the last time I watched him in silver screen. I know he has some kind of personal issues that he's been dealing with, but looking at you know having him, having seen him, I'm I'm happy to see him. In uh, No Way Home, but he looks uh, quite reserved. You know, he looks quite. You know, he looks very. He, he's quite thin. Probably, you know, he try. He works out to to fit. Probably, he's, you know, now he's what forty something. Yeah. <laughs> so, by, by well, it's good to see Toby there. You know, but uh, and also uh, I'm glad that to see uh, Andrew. You know, Andrew Garfield actually uh, acknowledging that. You know, uh, in that movie, you know, acknowledging that. His iteration of Spider-Man is the least like one. You know, he keeps saying, oh, "I'm, you know, you guys fighting aliens, and I'm just fighting a Russian guy in rhinoceros suits and all that." <laughs> so he actually, you know, acknowledging that, hey, and then, you know, the the, the, the Toby say, you know, you know, you're great, you know, even you be, you know, even you are copying the amazing Spider-Man, blah blah blah. So they recognize each other's presence and they acknowledge, you know, they appreciate what, you know, I I like how. Uh, MCU or Disney actually, uh, you know, uh, appreciate these roles, this, this previous role, despite the legal battles that they did. You know, but they don't trash, you know, the other two movies, you know, the other two characters. Because Spider-Man, is Spider-Man, right? 
It's just that, and I think uh, DC, DC is owned by what? Warner, right? When it comes to sales, they don't have this kind of legal issues, you know, but Marvel, but, and the way that they, they play, you know, how they, 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 they you know, they, they, trans, they, they merge all these universe together and uh, in a very fun way, very new. In terms of storyline, I, I think it's, it's nothing new. Lah. I mean, there's nothing special about the, the, the storyline, you know, it's predictable, you know, if you have all these superhero movie tropes, you know, and all these uh, different Spider-Man try to make a man, try to, you know, like Andrew Garfield try to you know, make a man by saving MJ, you know, to, to, to recoup the losses of he couldn't save Ben in the, in the last movie. So, yeah, I think in the storyline, it, 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 you know, it pays uh, nostalgic to all these uh, people like us who grew up with the earlier Spider-Man movies. That was great, you know. Uh, uh, and I think the most important thing that this No Way Home indicates that this is, you know, this is, the, this is where we're going, you know, multiverse. This is where we're going. And, uh, you know, you have all these uh, previously released uh, Marvel IPs, probably all by different Studios and probably different by different productions, they all going come, they're all going to merge and come back. Hmm. So I'm not surprised if you know if the next uh, Spider uh, Tom Holland Spider Man going to picture Mas Morales for example. So there is something that, that I really look forward to. Is something that now I think Spider Man has become one of the most anticipated Marvel movie because it's, that is going to be like the gateway of what going to happen next. Uh, uh, this is uh, you know that that is the benchmark. That, that Spider-Man have released because compared to other Marvel IPs that be released this year, like Shang-Chi and Black Widow, I think they all go, I don't know whether it's been, you know, it, it hit the cinema or not, but I I think it's already available in Disney Plus. Yeah, so uh, I that, think that, that uh, in many ways they are. Yeah. Yeah, um, that tells a lot about, yeah. Hmm. I I I want I want to no that's that's good there's a lot of good thoughts there uh, I'm just trying to figure out which of the threads I'm going to pull at I think in many ways I I do agree with you I mean behind the scenes legally speaking it's it's almost easy for us to forget that prior to No Way Home coming out um, you know just a few years ago there was a bit of that legal tiff between Disney and Sony you know they had a bit of this argument about. Um, you know, how uh, they couldn't come to an agreement uh, over the profits or something like that. And and so Disney said, no more uh, Spider-Man for Sony <laughs> or something like that. Uh, or that they're going to have different films and not intersect directly with, with uh, each other's uh, so-called universes and such. So there was a bit of that um, uh, disagreement uh, in, in the legal sense, which, which led to people thinking that, oh no, this is the end of the road, right? at least for, for this form of Spider-Man. But I must say that in, in many ways, uh, you, you're right that many parts <laughs> of the film kind of touch on similar points that has already been featured in previous superhero films. But I think there are, uh, you know, as much as I have a lot that I kind of really want to talk about, I think I'll, I'll just keep myself to just two points here so far. Now, the first is that there's, there's a, a, if you look back to the scene where, there's uh, this uh, uh, Willem Dafoe, um, the Green Goblin. He, he actually turned up, uh, Norman Osborn turned up at uh, Aunt May's uh, shelter, I think. Um, and then, you know, Peter Parker burst into the room and then he saw that um, uh, Norman, Norman Osborn is there. 
Um, and then Aunt May was talking to Peter about it. And for some reason, there's a tone of that conversation that seemed to feature a discussion about mental health. Like she's speaking of this person as having this thing and this person needs our help. Can you know before this, the, the the idea of black and white villainy is actually very clear in a lot of films. And sometimes there's a bit of that you know perspective where um, you know even if you don't agree with them, you can see where they're coming from. Something like Thanos, for instance, right? Um, so a lot of people actually do believe that what Thanos is doing is one way of you know dealing with with overcrowding uh, and all this kind of stuff, right? Um, but in this case, it's the first time I'm I'm I recall looking at um, villainy in a superhero film context and have it being presented as a discussion of mental health and how this is, uh, is a serious thing. It should be done properly and people deserve second chances. And, and they, it's not that they need, we need to kill them, it's that they need help. And, and just, I, I think that's actually quite brave in a way to kind of reorient the conversation uh, into a slightly different direction or in a very different direction even um, because a, a lot of the film is actually about second chances really right and on to the second point um, it's not just second chances for for the villains but also for the superheroes because you actually do have I really love this I mean you're right some it's, it's, it's really cheap in some cases it's really easy to make the audience swoon and whatnot but for me there were two moments that kind of betul-betul buat aku rasa macam <laughs> so there was a scene between Doc Ock and Peter Parker when they meet each other. But Doc Ock's kind of bad, right? And then Peter mm-hmm. nampak Peter Parker and said, "My boy, Peter." <laughs> they uh, you know, it's like they they see each other again for the first time in a long time, and then he said, "Oh goodness, you've grown." And and then it it really kind of made me feel something so much within me. It's a reminder of just how how long this whole story had been going on for. And also in a way, a reminder of, you know, this, this, these characters, we see them for the first time was 20 years ago, right? Two decades ago. Uh, and yet here we all are again, privileged to see this reunion of, of these characters on screen in this way. It's just what a gift, what an honor and what a pleasure for me at least, right? Um, and the same goes second chances, you know, for, for, you said, yeah, you say it's obvious he's going to save MJ in that way. I actually didn't see that coming. Um, I actually didn't know that MJ is going to, going to fall. And then Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man is going to be the one who's going to save him. And then, and then when that moment happened, all right, when he actually saved her and then he asked her, are you okay? And then, she, and then she looked at him and the dia nampak macam dia nak menangis. And then she asked him, are you okay? I, I was about ready to cry my eyes out. I was just about ready to me because that scene in the previous film, in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, um, when he couldn't save, um, uh, is it Gwen? Gwen Stacy, I can't remember now, the, his girlfriend in, in that one. Um, when he couldn't save her, it's just that that I didn't expect that in the second film, you know, and, and I keep thinking that she's going to come back to life, you know, yeah, she's, this is a superhero film. People don't really die, die per se. Right. Um, so, so the amazing Spider-Man two hit me in a very different way. Um, but it's very emotional. And so it does mean that coming back to the point here, seeing Andrew getting a second chance to save MJ here, it made me feel much. Um, 
oh my goodness. It's just, I, I was just ready to bawl my eyes out. I actually doubled over in the cinema. I just like, I, I just closed my, my face with my hands because I just, I, I just couldn't believe that we're actually seeing this. That it's a moment of redemption, of reconciliation, of reunification of all these characters, you know, in all sorts of different ways that we've followed for, for quite a while now, for a number of years, in all sorts of different ways. So that was, for me, like I said, a, a real privilege. And I felt that they, they did it absolutely well. And I think that's the main thing here, really. You mentioned about the multiverse and everything. It allowed for all these characters to come together in a very respectful way. The one thing that I really didn't like about the recent iterations, um, you have uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, for instance, Gun. Um, Falcon, uh, Sam now becomes Captain America. There's a new Captain America replacing the old one. Um, I think something similar for Black Widow as well. I actually didn't finish watching Black Widow because it just made me feel much. Um, I could have invested in the character. It feels like the character's journey yeah. or arc ended really with the Avengers films. Yeah. But I, my impression is they're going to introduce a new one. And I think the same goes for Hawkeye mm -hmm. as well. I, I've not seen Hawkeye myself, but the feeling I get is there's a new something to replace the old one. And for me, it's so much. Um, I'm far more interested in newer characters like Shang-Chi being given a proper run, you know, uh, at being the leading lights of this particular name. Or, uh, you know, um, uh, in this case, um, uh, you know, you have the older characters still continuing the previous characters um, uh, or the older actors continuing with the previous characters that they, they, they've been hanging on to. Martin Charlie Cox, as you point, I'm so happy, so happy that he wasn't cast, recasted Right? And I think that kind of gives us a hint as to what will happen later on because all these are the actors playing the same characters that they would have done in previous films or in previous TV shows. So there's that respect that I see being present in this film that I have not seen being present as much in something like um, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Even Loki, it kind of took me a bit of getting used to, you know, because you're not replacing the old one, but then there's a new one. Right, and then this new one, too much, and kita tak kenal dia sangat, right? Um, this one, macam we kind of know these characters, we have an idea of their background, their history, apa semua, and we're kind of seeing them all together. So the thing that we know before, it is not invalid; it is still very much valid. We're just bringing it all together, and I think the way that they have done that in a very respectful way, for me, it really does feel very special. Uh, and so for me, it just feels very much like um, a privilege there for me at least um yeah cried <laughs> i really cried so <laughs> it's unbelievable um anyways i think we've we've uh, talked on uh we've talked for a fair amount with regards to spider-man here um you know there's, there's plenty more that we can we can discuss of course in all sorts of different ways but we don't want this to kind of overrun too much um for my part i yeah i we, we're coming to an end of this episode in a very short while i'm just for me i'm just very happy to have seen the story um, uh, develop or unfold the way it did, um, and I can I can accept what's happening next. I could believe it, it makes sense, you know. Um, so so yeah, it's all good for me. I, I really liked it. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Just just a, just a little. Uh, I just want to add a little bit more. Uh, what is Spider Man and watching the audience reaction and and. You know, reading uh, 
you know, went through all those, uh, you know, we all went, we all read what happened between Sony and uh, Marvel and how it unraveled and eventually they come, uh, they came up upon a solution that could win for all of us. It, it shows how powerful the audience is. Now we are living in an era where the audience dictate, dictates what they want to watch. Right, long gone where the studio executive were the one who decides uh, what's going to come out. I think this is where Marvel plus Sony, you know, having the advantage of uh, dominating the, the, the superhero movie landscape when it comes to cinematic release. And uh, this if somewhat failed in this context, you know, when they came out with uh, uh, Justice League, you know, Batman versus Superman, you know, the, the, the direction that they're going is, is, is you know, is, is right, you know, is the correct path. But the, the, the studio intervention shows and uh, how disastrous the result can be. And after that, you know, a lot of the movies, you know, uh, you know unfortunately, you know, failed you know, to, to, to at least compete even with the tier two movie, you know, tier, tier two uh, uh, Marvel movie cinema, cinema release. Like, I also, you know, like the Guardian of Galaxy, even Guardian of Galaxy is better from uh, just League. So, so it shows how, how powerful the audience is. Uh, I, I, I hope that, you know, now that, uh, in a way, DC is reinventing the IP again. You know, with the, the the Batman movies coming out, I think that they just released the third trailer. It looks good. You know, it looks promising. And like you know, as someone who likes the superhero movies, Dark and Gritty, it really hits home to me. And um, and also Flashpoint is coming out. I hope they. Uh, I heard they're going to play along. You know, they're they're also going to introduce all these uh, multiverse things. Uh, uh, in the you know in their movie for their for their reboot <laughs> for their reboot yeah so yeah I, I, it's going to be whatever it is uh, it's going to be a very wonderful ride for us you know cinema uh, movie movie goers you know and uh, I lo- I also like the the the, the fact that uh, Marvel now is diversifying their IPs you know, some you know like they created all these. Uh, this this uh, TV, high quality TV series like uh, Falcons and like Loki, and recently I watched Hawkeye. You know, it, it's good, but you know, uh, and but we understand that it's meant for a TV series. It's not meant for 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 cinematic release. You know, so I, I and, the, and and it being produced in a way that people can sit at the convenient at their own home or the comfort and enjoy the the, the, the whole episode truthfully. Like Loki, it's, if you watch Loki, you know, it, it, you really need to take some time to really understand the whole thing. I mean, it's going, because it play with a really high concept uh, storyline, the variants and, and all these things. Even though with this complex uh, plotline, I, 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 re- I, I still, I enjoy it, you know, but, so this is the kind of thing that I think uh, uh, Marvel, Really, you know, they have a great team of, of producing all this top quality content, even either for cinematic release or for, uh, you know, for OTT uh, platform. You know, uh, I think DC is still trying to find their footings. You know, they release Titans, which is uh, uh, 
TV series uh, focusing on all these uh, sidekicks of the superheroes like Robin and all that. So they play along with the more adult team. Uh, it's a hit and miss. You know? Some episodes are okay. Some episodes are nice. Some episodes are... But uh, yeah, I think it, it is whatever it is, it's, a, it's a, you know, uh, it's going to be a very uh, entertaining period, I think, for the next five to ten years when it comes to cinematic release. And um, I, I believe also, you know, cinematic cinema in the post-COVID era going to be dominated by all these high production, you know, high, you know, high budget uh, superhero IPs, movies kind of thing. Because this is what people expect to watch. You now, you know, post-COVID, you can watch, uh, people don't really want to invest, you know, they don't really pay for tickets to pay for melodramatic movies in cinema anymore. You can watch that. You know, now people can afford 72-inch, 80-inch movies and have a mini mini cinema at home. So all these studios are going to really step up their games uh, when it comes to cinematic release. Because people are really going to be selective with what they want to spend when they when they pay for tickets for cinema tickets. So yeah, I think I, 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 uh, I I'm really looking forward. You know, what, what, what's the cinematic release? Uh, what the cinema landscape going to be in the next couple of years? Yeah, maybe. Well, you just made me feel inadequate with my 32 inch there, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. We will see. <laughs> Hopefully, the, the TV will last uh, as well into the next decade, um, as, as all yeah. the stories that Moose have mentioned there. Uh, but all the same, thank you very much for that. Uh, yeah, good thoughts, Brother Moose. Um, and hopefully, we'll be here on that journey in the next five to 10 years, looking at some of these developments later on. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for having been a part of our journey for this particular episode. Um, I'm, I'm good. Uh, Brother Moose, uh, any, any more for any more? Are we done? No, we're good. I think I, good? I said everything I want to say. Right. Okay, good stuff. Well, so goodbye, Moose. All right, man. See you again. All right, and it's See a goodbye for me. <laughs> Bye, yeah. everyone. Everything is okay. I just want to play. Unplug for the day.